Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast, the space where we explore common misunderstandings of how life works, allowing us to gain new perspectives on health, wealth, relationships, and much more. Life doesn't have to be hard work. It can be a flowing collection of experiences if we learn some simple truths about how our experience is created. Through this understanding, we realize that at a fundamental level, we are all already whole and perfect. Okay, we're live. Hi, Dickin. Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast. Nice to see you. Good, good to be here, Jason. Yeah. I was just saying before, it's been a, a year in the making, this recording, you know, so it was like... Um, I'm I'm always looking forward to the conversations that I have because they're usually really cool, you know. But this one night, in particular, because <laughs> because we recorded it last year and and it just um, unfortunately didn't work out. So I was um, and the conversation kind of stuck with me, you know, that we had last year, and I I felt disappointed, I guess, at the time that I couldn't share it with people. So I'm you know extra excited about having this one and, and listening to listen to you share about the subject of inner peace um you know like just to start off i think that for me it just looks so elusive you know inner peace it just looked like one of those things that these these yeah. these certain people had and some people didn't or um there were some people in the world that were a bit I don't even know how I how I thought of people that were somewhat spiritual, you know, like at the time, it was just kind of, they were a bit like out there, you know, a bit weird, a bit strange or yeah. something. And, and they had this, um, this experience of having a, you know, of being quite calm. But to me, it looked like something that there was, it was just wasn't even in my conscious awareness. I didn't even have a clue what it was, you know, for many years. Um, although it sounded like a good idea. <laughs> Because because of the way I lived, mm. and, and, and my life was anything but peaceful. You know, it was it was anything but calm. It was just a, a um, you know, a, a journey of, of masses of chaos. You know, like day after day of of um, constantly trying to fix myself and um, trying to find ways to fix myself because I thought I was broken. You know, and and even when I got into the into the world of personal development or change or talking therapies or whatever it was, you know, it was like, or meditation even at times. I mean, that was painful for me, you know, at first because the noise was so loud, but, um, I still think it was a long time, you know, before I experienced any sense of calmness because mainly because I always thought it was outside of myself you know, that I thought that I had to do something to get it. And, um, you know, I tried everything, you know, I tried, I tried, silent retreats I mean that was such a painful experience you know trying to be silent without an understanding of how the mind works you know those those pesky thoughts you know they, they seemed really important at the time you know and trying to get some some quietness from those just like I, I remember used thinking how do people do that you know it's kind of like how do people get a sense of calmness when there's so much noise you know inside internally and um you know I I just went from one experience to another you know like in, in in the psychological world of, um, you know, meditations, retreats, therapies, um, the latest technique, whatever that was, you know, EMDR, trauma therapy, um, rapid transformational change, coaching, <laughs> you know, different types of psychodynamic theories, you know, even trained as a therapist, you know, for five years, uh, you know, and, and I, it still seemed like something that 
you know, you, you could have asked me about it. I couldn't tell you what it was or where it came from, you know. So that's kind of my my thing, you know, my lifetime experience. Of course, I see it differently now, but like, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear like from your side, you know, like, um, you know, inner calm, you know, what is it? Where does it come from? How do people experience it? Well, like you, Jason, uh, inner peace was something that I worked really hard to try and get. And I, and I never recognized all the little ordinary moments of inner peace. It's almost like they didn't count. Hmm. You know, I'd see my dog. And for a moment, I wouldn't be caught up in the drama of my own thinking and my own story. Hi. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, good to see you. I'd have a little moment of inner peace, but... It's like that didn't count. And I didn't understand what accounted for it. And I mean, I've worked with, I've been a psychologist for 40 years. I've worked with people with severe anxiety and depression and they have moments of what I would just call ordinary presence. Where for one moment they're not paying attention to their thinking. They're not in their story. They're just in a very, very ordinary way, present or listening. So we haven't been taught that everybody already has inner peace it only gets covered over by the thinking that we get caught up in and involved in. Even the thoughts, I don't have inner peace. That's just a thought, right? With people that have told me I never experienced inner peace, when I'm talking to them, I can say right there. For that moment, <laughs> I saw you, you were just present, you, or you smiled, or you laughed, or you weren't thinking about yourself, or you weren't self-conscious. So for a long time, I lived with a lot of anxiety, and I didn't think I really had any inner peace. And so I, like you, I tried and tried. I tried everything. Anybody would say, do this. Well, it's such a paradox that when I in those moments when I was not trying to do anything, I'd be like anybody else and fall into the now, just being present without thinking. That's inner peace. But I didn't know that was inner peace. <laughs> I wanted, I thought it was something really big and extraordinary and, and there would be, ah. Oh! I feel so peaceful. <laughs> so I, uh, it, it's helpful. It's been helpful to learn that inner peace is not something we can get to by doing something. We already have it. And all the 
trying we do. Trying is thinking that creates stress. So trying something to have inner peace, trying to meditate, trying to be present, trying not to think is thinking that creates stress. And you can't think your way to inner peace. <laughs> but the instant people are not thinking about something, at that moment, there's a calm, a presence. And it's so ordinary, Jason, it's so ordinary. Fortunately, there are some things we can learn that help us become more aware of it. And as we become more aware of it, we have more of it. And then we become more aware of what gets in the way of our inner peace. And there's only one thing, so it's pretty simple. I didn't know that. I didn't know that thinking about meditation was not meditating. Thinking about myself was not being in the now. Thinking about what I was doing is not being in the now. And it's only in the now we can find inner peace. Now, isn't that odd, Jason? When we're born for the first couple of years of our life, the primary thing we are is in the now. I look at babies, they have all kinds of experience, but they're at peace. They have no thinking about what they're experiencing. See, I thought you could only experience inner peace if you got rid of all the feelings that I didn't think were inner peace. I didn't know you could be at peace with any experience, any. When we're not thinking about what we're experiencing, we're like babies and we're at peace with, with whatever we're experiencing. Whatever. If I'm angry, if I'm thinking about something, I continue to feel whatever my thoughts are, and I, and I can feel worse and worse and worse. If I'm angry and have no thinking about it, I'm like a baby experiencing a, a feeling, but there's no judgment, there's no should, there's no trying, there's no wanting. So that's another way of describing inner peace is just the absence of thinking that makes us dissatisfied with whatever we're experiencing at this moment. So when I work with people now, Jason, I don't care what they experience. I, it's normal to have all kinds of experiences. Babies have all kinds of experiences. But there's a difference when we're thinking about things while we're having an experience, which is what most adults do. Show me any adult who's feeling stress or tension or upset, and 95% of the time they're thinking. Not knowing they're a thought away from peace, which does not mean getting rid of what you're feeling does not mean sitting around endlessly waiting for good feelings. It's this moment as it is without any story. And then in this moment, there's, and we can become more aware of this, there's a sense of being at peace with this moment as it is 
as soon as we want it to be different or better, we're going to suffer. We won't experience true peace. So people experience peace way more than they realize. If somebody is really upset and I say to them, would you listen to me for a minute? And if they let go of what they're thinking and go, okay, I'm listening. They don't realize they've already found what they're looking for. It's been here all along. One way of describing inner peace that I like is just the absence of our own personal thinking. In other words, it's impossible for any human being to think about things and be at peace. And if we're thinking about things 95% of the time, <laughs> trying to find peace, doesn't work out very well. I tried that for many, 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 many years. So you could say any human being at any moment is present. It's just ordinary. You can't, no one can do it. No one can do presence. There's no technique that people can use to be present. We're either just present, not holding on to any thought, not focusing on what we're thinking, not paying attention to it, just present. It's so ordinary. It's our birthright. That's how we came into the world for two years, just present. Right? So we're either present or we're thinking about something. Now, everything people told me to do to be more present or to have more peace, I thought about. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I added that thinking on to all the other thinking I was already doing. Now, when we're thinking about life, I don't care what we're thinking about. It creates a story in our head. Okay, I'm going to find, here, here's a story. I'm making up a story right now. Okay, I'm going to find inner peace. Okay, people told me I should just relax. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and relax now. And okay, I don't feel particularly relaxed. I'm not sure I can experience inner peace. I, I, I don't know, is this peace? I, I don't know if this is peace. Well, I, maybe I should, maybe I should, go read that book again about how to have inner peace, or maybe I should go talk to that person who seems to have inner peace, but they have inner peace because they're, I don't know, they're born with it or they're lucky and I don't have it and my life sucks. So how can you see the story? Now he, here's what we're learning. Every thought of our story creates a feeling. And thought stories don't create inner peace ever. You, no one can think their way to peace. When we're telling a story, one thing always happens, we leave the now. Like if I'm here with you and you start talking to me, Jason, I start thinking about what you're saying. As soon as I start thinking about what you're saying, I'm not with you anymore. I'm not in the now. I'm not with what's happening at this moment. I'm in my story and I'm feeling it. Right? I didn't know 
Jason, that the more I learned and the more I tried to feel good, the more thinking I had, even more than before. Right? I wasn't I I I wasn't aware of the fact that I was a thinker. That's the first key to discovering inner peace. To begin to realize the only thing that covers up my inner peace is when I leave the now and think about something. Even when I think about inner peace or being in the now. Which I used to do all the time. Now you take any person when they're resting in the now, it just means they're not holding thoughts. So any thought is free to come through you and any feeling is free to come through you, but without the whole holding, there's a sense of ease. We're not struggling. We're not trying. We're not efforting. We're just being ourselves. Even if anxiety is flowing through us, big deal. We can be comfortable with having anxiety. We can be at peace with having anxiety. The only way we're not at peace is to start thinking about what we're feeling. It's so ordinary. And it's only our own thought stories that cover it up. And when we begin to realize that, very simply, people begin to be aware of when the, the difference between when they're present and when they're thinking. And that's all that has to happen to begin to be aware. Wait a minute, I'm a thinker. I was just here, and now I'm thinking about something. Right? I can do that, nothing wrong with that but I'm going to feel whatever my thought story is. And usually people's thought stories are not very positive, Jason. Mine weren't. Some kind of judgment. I, don't, I want to feel better than I'm feeling as a judgment. Like saying, this isn't good enough. I want to feel inner peace. This isn't inner peace. I want to feel inner peace. Well, I don't feel it now. It must be in the future. So I got to work on getting to that feeling. What can I do? And then all of a sudden, it's right here under our nose all the time. We think we think we have to do something. We start thinking about what we're doing. It's the most natural thing in the world to not think because it's the only place any human being can be and feel comfortable. Even if you have anxiety or upset coming through us, just present, just experiencing whatever is coming through. Now, when I leave the present and create thought stories, that's when any human being gets into trouble. I can get more and more upset. When my daughter was 14 years old, she started to learn this. And one day she came home and said to me, Dad, all of my friends are doing it. And oh, man, <laughs> I hate to tell you where my thinking went. <laughs> all right. So I said, what do you mean all your friends are doing it? 
She said, every one of my friends gets upset and then they keep thinking about it and thinking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And all that thinking, all that story they're telling themselves, all that thinking keeps them upset for really long periods of time. She said, what I'm starting to learn is when I get upset, if I don't keep going with any kind of story about it, it just comes and goes naturally. Called being resilient. It's just, it's just, it's nice to be resilient. It's natural. Little babies have all kinds of feelings, but they're so resilient, they're living in the now. Adults that I know who begin to discover the secret of thought and the secret of the now very quickly become aware of how innocently we all think up stories all the time and then feel them and then we think that the feeling we have has to do with our life right let's say my wife says something to me oh dick and come on i told you to put that away and then i start thinking well where are you getting off with that attitude i don't have to put up with that kind of stuff I think I should tell. I think I should tell her. I think I should tell her that she's bugging me and that she better change her ways. And well, last time I told her that she just gave me all kinds of shit, you know. So I I can't believe she. Where does she get? You see, I could. I used to go into my thought stories for ten minutes, fifteen minutes, sometimes half an hour. Sometimes I, I was so good at it, I could go all, all day long continuing to think about some injustice. Having no clue that I was a thinker and that whatever we think, we feel. I didn't know that. So I had no clue. I was thinking up stories that made me feel horrible. Now, if you ask me, Dickon, what are you feeling? I'm saying I'm so upset with my wife. I've been upset all day long. And I would think my upset had to do with my wife, not with the story I was thinking. Isn't that interesting? People do that all the time. I've asked tens of thousands of people all over the world, what are you feeling? And then... Where do you think that feeling comes from? And almost everybody points towards something. They blame it on something in the world. They rarely do people say, it's coming from my own thinking. I'm thinking up this feeling. That's the only place my feelings come from is my thinking. So that's, a, that's an, the main reason people don't experience the now more often is that we get caught up in thought stories and don't know it. Innocently. And when we're in a thought story, we, we, we're not experiencing peace of mind. We're not experiencing ease. We're not comfortable with ourselves. We're not comfortable with other people. 
or caught up in thinking that creates discomfort. What do you think, Jason? I'm just talking off the top of my head about this. So is anything well, you want to comment yeah. on or ask about? Yeah. Um, I was listening and it's kind of like I was, I was, um, two things that came to mind, you know, one is like that it seems that we're so um, conditioned that, that like change is um, complex, you know, it sounded really simple, you know, it's kind of like what you said, you know, there's such simplicity in it. Oh, it's really that simple. You know, it's kind of like, there's no big complex process or, um, you know, and it seems like that's just a common misunderstanding, you know, for so many people that it's like, that it's, if it's something that feels elusive, it must be like a, um, a real difficult um, process or, or I must have to go on a long journey to get it, you know, and it's kind of like somewhat paradoxical that it's actually quite simple, you know. And Our thinking creates an imaginary better future. Yeah. yeah. And it says, I feel, I feel horrible right now. I know I could feel good because I've had moments where I felt good, but it's way off in the future. So what am I going to do between now and then? So now we've created an imaginary future. So you, no one can live in the now while they're living in thoughts about an imaginary future. In the same way, no one can live in the now while they're thinking about an imaginary past. Because in truth, there is no past or future. They don't exist. I can have memories, but I'm having them right now. I can't go back into the past. I can't go into the future. I can never get to the future. I can never get to the past. It's just thinking I'm doing that's taking me out of the now. When I'm in the now, here's the paradox. There is no past and future. It's just this. I'm sitting here. There's my laptop. There's your face. There's the trees outside. There's my voice, my hand moving. All of that is just happening in the now. Nothing can happen in the past or the future. But we can imagine a better future, and then we're dissatisfied now. So it's hard to have inner peace if you're always waiting for a better future or think it takes a lot of effort to get to it. Here's a paradox. We're a thought away from the now, and the now is what everybody is looking for. Presence without thinking without thoughts that judge us, that create time, that create dissatisfaction, that create upset. When we let go of everything we're thinking, there is no storyline. There's just presence. <laughs> the only thing that truly exists, just now, right? So 
it took me a long time, Jason, to realize that I could feel horrible and either I'm in my thinking or I'm not. And when I'm not, the horrible doesn't feel so horrible. It's like being in the eye of a hurricane. Still have the hurricane. But I'm not paying attention to my thinking or my feeling about it. I'm just present. If I start paying attention to what I'm feeling right now, I leave the not, I leave you. I'm not with you anymore. I'm not seeing you. I'm thinking about my feeling now. When I let go of everything I'm thinking, including myself, including my feeling, the paradox is this sense of self even changes and there's just presence, our true self. Just presence, not imagined self, not made up self, not who I think I am. That's a story. When I let go of story, I let go of the story about my life, but I also let go of my story about myself and I'm just the only thing that in truth I am is aware presence. You are an aware presence. You're not your thinking. You're not your feeling. You're not your body sensations. They all come and go. What's always here? Aware presence. <laughs> the now. Peace. Presence. Peaceful presence. Same thing. No journey, no time, no effort. I like what you said about the imaginary future because it seems like that, I mean, even I imagine, you know, someone listening to this trying to work it out, you know, it's kind of like as soon as you're trying to work it out, you're, on the, you're looking in the wrong direction because there's, from the intellect, there's no way of experiencing it you know it's always trying to say well how do i do this you know it's kind of like but it just doesn't work that way and, does it? Um, when you were saying about the imaginary future you know it's kind of like i think one of the reasons i never experienced it was that it always looked like there was somewhere to get to in life you know i was unaware that i that it was me that was making up the idea of like a better future you know that yes. one day you know one day and it's like then you could then you could put in a whole host of things like when I lose weight, when I get enough money, when I get a new relationship, when I become a better parent, you know, whatever the list, the, the endless list of things that I thought was wrong, you know, it's kind of like one day when I get to these places and it's like you said, I thought I was going to have this big enlightenment experience moment where I'd all of a sudden feel this sense of calmness, you know, and it's like, yeah. because, I, because it always looked like there was that to get to, you know, like there was somewhere else to be other than here, that it was like, I was never going to, have that experience, you know, until I realized that that was all just an illusion, you know? It's a beautiful thing to realize, Jason, yeah. that our thought stories are made up, they're an illusion. It's like a bad dream. When I leave the now, I can think about things that are pleasant and I can think about things that are create stress and upset. I'm a free thinker, so I can think about whatever I want. When I become aware that I'm a thinker, when I become, I'm an aware presence with this gift of the power of thought. 
to create whatever I want to create in my head. If I stop creating story, aware presence itself creates a better story. Another way of saying that is when people start resting in the now, they start at a certain point, Jason, they'll start feeling better. And then more and more, they'll start realizing as soon as I don't have any, I should be better. I shouldn't feel this. I don't like this feeling. I don't want this feeling. As soon as we don't have that thinking, there's peace of mind. You start seeing that more and more. Peace just means not no story. It's pure presence. It doesn't matter what we're feeling. We can be at peace at any moment. But we can't think our way to it. And it's peace is never in the future, ever. And it's never found in the past. It's always only now. As it is, that's the key, as it is. <laughs> if you feel sucky and you're in the now, it doesn't feel so sucky. It just, you have a feeling. I started to realize that any feeling I have when I'm rest, when I'm really in the now without story, that feeling is just energy and it's opening up. And when energy opens, that's peace of mind. When it closes, when I try, when I think, when I try to figure out, when I think I don't have it, right? That's tension. That's ego. That's me caught up in my thinking. That's ego. When I drop that, I'm not ego anymore. I'm aware presence. And there is no suffering, psychological suffering in aware presence. Listen, I've worked with people who've spent their whole life in prison, people who've spent their whole life in mental institutions, and they're no different than you and I, Jason. They're thought away from pure presence. They don't know it, and they haven't been taught that, and they haven't been taught how we're all thinkers, and if we think up story, we're going to feel it, and that feeling has nothing to do with our circumstance. It has everything to do with the story we're making up in our head. Our feelings don't come from our circumstance. Situations don't cause us to be upset. Our thinking creates upset. Without an upset thought story, I don't feel upset, even if somebody calls me a jerk. If I think about it, I can get very upset. And if I think about it all day long, I can stay upset for as long as I think about it. I'm stuck in a bad movie and don't know I'm making up the movie. That's what my daughter at 14 realized. Oh my God, dad, every one of my friends is doing what I used to do all the time is get upset and then keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. If we get upset and we don't have any thoughts about it. It just flows by. It passes quickly. We get over it. And then we have all the clarity and common sense to deal with whatever is going on. It doesn't mean you become passive. 
only in the now, when we're at peace, do we have all the guidance we need to deal with people in situations that are not very pleasant. I've seen people who are miserable and then they're in a crisis situation and they get so present and immediately they do heroics. They have compassion, they have clarity, they respond, they're not passive, they do the right thing, they really even sometimes put their own life at stake so they're selfless. You see, all of that is built into the now. When we're in the now, we start being kinder people. I started realizing how little time I was in the now with my wife, so no wonder I was so self-obsessed with my own stories. Innocently, I didn't know it. And when I started to become aware, wait a minute, I'm a thinker. I'm either in the now or I'm thinking up a story. All of a sudden, I started catching myself thinking up shit and going, why am I thinking about this? It's just making me feel bad. And when I would realize that, I'd stop thinking it up. When we're in the now, the now is the cure for all of our conditioning, all of our upset, all of our habits. They can't survive in the now because you're not holding any of it in mind. You're in free flow. Presence. Presence is like the sky and it allows any bird to fly through it. The sky doesn't try and stop birds, doesn't try and control the weather, it doesn't judge the weather, it just allows it to flow. Peace of mind is being sky-like. Mm. And it allows every thought and every feeling to flow through us the same way the sky allows the weather to flow through it. Free, no charge, no judgments. That's, that's natural peace of mind. Is just being sky-like and allowing in the now, allowing everything to come and go freely, not trying to control life, not thinking, not judging ourselves or our situation or people, just And like I said, when people are in the now, there is a deeper intelligence that guides us so that we don't become passive. So if I don't have judgments in, in my thinking, doesn't mean I don't have common sense and wisdom. Mm. Right? So if I'm in a situation and it's dangerous, if, the recommendation is always when people are in dangerous situations, you don't tell people in that in those situations, think as hard as you can about things. Work yourself up into a thought frenzy. Make yourself more and more anxious and upset. They say, get get present. 
Sometimes people say get calm. That's the same thing. They're just saying get present. They don't say try really hard right now to calm yourself down. They just get present. Why is that? Because when we're present, we have all kinds of common sense. All the things we're looking for as human beings only happen in the now. And it's only our thinking that takes away our peace of mind and takes us out of the now. And when we become aware of that, we start spending less time caught up in our thought stories. We start going, oh, I'm thinking. Can't think my way to peace of mind, to presence, to the now, to common sense, to wisdom, to feelings of love and compassion. They show up naturally and appropriately when we're in the now. It's our true self. I am. Um... It's funny because I think about my kids, you know, they're at different ages, three and 10. And um, <clears throat> I, I see exactly what you're saying that, you know, my three-year-old boy, he'd be one minute, he'd be crying, tears rolling, you know, like all cuddling, like really by the next minute, he'll be laughing and giggling and it's gone, you know, and it's kind it's of gone. like. It's gone. Uh, it's gone. Yeah. And, and like with my 10-year-old, I can see that she's got a little bit of thinking, you know. It's kind of like that she's developed yeah. a bit more. And, and like the other day, she's like, I can't remember, I asked her to do something. And she's gone upstairs and she slammed the door like as hard as she can. And she's going, I hate you, you know. And it's kind of like yeah. and a few minutes later, you know, the door, will open, I hear the door open. And she goes, love you, daddy, you know. And it's kind of like, I can just see it's gone yeah. again, you know. And it's kind of like, and what you were saying was like, you know, the people I've worked with and that, you know, the ones that are really suffering, it's not so much the experience that they're having. It's always the judgment of the experience, you know, that comes, I shouldn't be having this. Why am I having it? What can I do about it? I need to change it, you know? And, and um, that made me think about you know, my own, what you were saying earlier that um, even in the midst of, of a, of a feeling, you know, that I don't like, you know, I can still have that sense of calmness, that sense of knowing where home is, you know, like if I'm not judging it or I'm not trying to change it or thinking that there's something wrong with me or I'm broken, I just know that my experience is created by thought. It's kind of like I can be feeling shitty and just think, well, you know, I know what this is and I know it'll pass and, and still have a sense of calmness and a sense of knowing amidst all that, you know, which was, completely different than before because when I was what I was talking about at the start was like I thought I was my experience that was me that was my life you know and and, and I always had to then do something about it or control it or change it you know pure presence here's a metaphor Jason I think you'll like this one pure presence is like the movie screen it's just presence doesn't come and go mm not in time. It's always here. Presence, awareness, right? And then thoughts come and go, and we can be aware of thoughts because thoughts can only take place on the screen of consciousness. So all the movies we run in our head show up on the screen, but we're not our movies. 
the screen doesn't come and go. You can have a war on the screen and it doesn't affect the screen. So my true self is not affected by the thoughts and feelings that flow through me. They're just movie on the screen. The sky is not affected by a storm that happens in it. It's just the space in which life happens. Pure consciousness is the space. Awareness is our true self because it's always here. When we were born, we were aware of what we were experiencing. When we're suffering, we're aware of our experience. Right? Awareness is just the screen. So I tell people, we tell people, if you're having difficulty, look within. That just means wake up to the fact that you're either in the now or you're thinking up story. One or the other. If we realize we're thinking up stories that create tension or stress or upset, the only cure for that is the now. Because the now doesn't hold any of those. That's the secret little kids have. They're so upset, they come back to the now because you can only enjoy life and play when you're in the now. <laughs> right? And they go, okay, I could stay upset or I could go play. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they come back to the now. And then the thought story that was on the screen of their consciousness passes. They're resilient. Well, that can happen to adults very quickly, very quickly. We just become more aware of the fact that we're a thinker and the fact that when we're not holding thought, we find everything we're looking for. Because you can only find it in the now, as it is free of judgment. It's so freeing to be able to have all kinds of experiences, not have any judgment about it. My teacher was a guy with a ninth grade education who had a really horrible background. And he woke up to this and he shared with me what I'm sharing with you. And I found a quote of his, Jason, I'd like to read. Mm. To direct people back inside is the only way that we will ever have harmony in this world. There is no way peace and harmony can come to the world by our thinking mind while we're thinking about anything, anything. There's no way we can have true peace of mind while we're thinking about anything. There is no answer from this. But if we travel inside and start to realize that life is a conscious state, the screen, the sky, 
our presence. I, I just like presence. When I stop thinking what's left, presence doesn't go anywhere because it's always been here. I'm just present. I'm in a feeling of presence. Uh, of, uh, uh, wide awake and aware of the now. Not the future, not the past. That's made up just the now. So here, here, let's say I'm really upset. So here's my upset, but here's the computer. There's your face. There's the tree. It's just in the now. There is no suffering in the now psychologically. And as you get into this conscious state, as you get into this presence, the world will change around you. And you go into harmony, happiness, tranquility, peace, and love. Why is that? Because those are always present characteristics in the now. You show me any adult anywhere in the world when they're resting in the now, all these things people think they don't have start showing up, start feeling more relaxed. That's, that's a beautiful feeling. Start feeling more peaceful. Start feeling more present. And then I find out when I'm in this relaxed, peaceful feeling, I'm a really good parent. When I'm in a relaxed, peaceful feeling, I can deal with people who are caught up in their story and are miserable. Yelling and screaming, I can be present. I can listen. I can be at peace within myself. Hmm? So we get more familiar with something that's so ordinary. We get aware of when we're thinking up story and, and living in that feeling, and then we become familiar with presence, our true nature. When we let go of literally everything and we're not holding a single thought, there is no ego. Ego is created by our thinking. If we're not Thinking about stuff, we're not creating a sense of ego. They're just presence. And then all the characteristics of well-being start to show up, kindness, warmth. If I'm upset with my wife and thinking about her, I'm not very kind. Trust me. If I'm upset and I'm fully present, I'm like your little, like your son or your daughter, I, I feel inside me the yelling and the, oh, it's not fair. And I see, well, that's a story. And I fall out of that and my true self never went anywhere. It's the sky, it's the movie screen, present. And when I'm resting in presence, suddenly I'm a different parent. I get over my upset quickly. I'm able to respond to my kids from presence, not from ego. Not from angry, judgmental, upset thinking, but from presence. 
you say, I come out of my head into my heart, and then I respond to my kids from my heart. What's the heart? It's what's there when our thinking isn't. It's that simple. <clears throat> Well, just something for people to consider, huh? That we're a thinker. We've, we're either present or we're thinking, right? We only get into trouble psychologically while we're thinking about life or ourselves or people, right? When we're present, whatever we're thinking, no matter how bad the story, it falls away and there's a peaceful feeling to being present. And in that peace, we find all the answers we're looking for. Now, I'm not asking a single person to take my word for it. Just see if you become more aware, which is our nature, if we become more aware of whether we're fully present or whether we're in story, I guarantee our own wisdom will start bringing us toward being more, more and more present. Why is that? It's only in the present that we can find peace of mind. And if we find peace of mind, everything in our life starts going well. Everything. Parenting from peace of mind is the most beautiful thing in the world. Dealing with an upset spouse and when we have peace of mind, presence, dealing with angry, upset teenagers. Most teenagers that I talk to say, my parents are never present to me. <laughs> they're always thinking and it's their agenda and they're judging me and they want me to be different than I am. Mm. They never just listen. They never just get present. They're always in their own story. Now, as parents catch on to this and start being present to their spouses and their teenagers and their toddlers, and boy, everything can change quickly. Everything starts changing. Okay. And then, Jason, one last thing. Thank God we feel stress and tension and upset if we understand this, that's like an alarm clock going off that we're thinking up a story. And now it's our choice. I can keep thinking up that story and get more miserable, or I can let go of it and start feeling better and doing better. So thank God the alarm system works perfectly for us. Mm. Stress. I used to hate stress. I used to hate fear. Right? I judge them like crazy. Now when they show up, it just means I'm thinking too much. Period. It's inviting me back to the now where I have peace of mind and can deal with things in a much more effective way. Yeah. And for me, I think, you know, we're coming to the end, but I think for me, um, 
you know, what I've experienced while listening to you speak, you know, is kind of like a reflection of what you're talking about because it's like near the start of the podcast, I'm thinking, Oh God, what happens when it's my turn? You know, that's my thinking, you know, and it's like, and I'm no. not present, you know, I'm not present, but it's kind of like the more I dropped out of my personal thinking and just kind of sat here and felt, you know, I, I have that realization that, Oh, this is what he's talking about. I'm in that feeling, you know, it's like, it's the feeling that, that he's talking about, you know, it's a feeling of, of presence is enjoyable no matter what we're feeling. Yeah. That's very cool. It's just the feeling of presence of just being ourselves. Yeah. Just relaxed and open. Beautiful, beautiful feeling. Stuff still flows through that. See, I didn't know that before, Jason, but life flows. And, and and just knowing and trusting that everything will be there. You know, there'll be something to say when the when when it's time to speak. You know, it's kind of like rather yeah. than having to convince myself that I need to prepare, you know, or be ready, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Cool. So come to the end, unfortunately, but thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're Great welcome, Jason. Thank you very much. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about this again. Yeah, me too. Yeah.